Never heard of the Millennium Fall? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital of less than 12 farms. Look, I work alone. That's just a kid that's been living on his own. He's a con artist, but he's only 14. He's had a little rough, but he never really feels bad for himself. He's very street smart. He's a pickpocket, he's a little thief, but he's doing it all because he needs to survive. Hey, the kid's gotta eat. He's not a bad kid, it's just what you do in this time. He's not wealthy enough to be taken care of. He's not wealthy enough to get off the planet. He doesn't really trust anyone. That's kind of his motto in life. Why would I risk my life for a bunch of strangers? People don't do that. He has that kind of hard edge at times, but he knows how to turn on the charm when it comes to getting what he wants, and he's just very charismatic. Like, you'd want to, I feel like people want to be his friend. Well, every little bit helps. He's been outrunning stormtroopers and fighting against the Empire his whole life. He's not a rebel. That's not really what he's about yet. If he can steal from the Empire in small ways, great. He doesn't mind sticking it to him at all. In fact, he likes doing that. He always wants to get his hands on some of their tech, take it apart, mess with it. He's always stealing their helmets, because yeah, what kid wouldn't? Ezra is like, I just have a soft spot for him because he is the first character we came up with for the show. I just, I'm always rooting for him. Okay. Ready? Alright, welcome back everybody to another episode of Kessel Run Weekly. This is the main channel episode. If you are looking for Clone Wars commentary, you can find that on the same Kessel Run Weekly page. But we are here today with a character chat for the main channel. I'm your host Cheyenne, and I'm joined today by Brody. Say hi, Brody. Hey, everybody. Um, very excited. I <clears throat> personally don't know too much about this character, and if you didn't already figure it out, we're talking about Ezra Bridger today. Um... I will be completely open and honest first, right off the bat. I don't know much about this character because I don't like him very much. <laughs> now, I know. Gasps no, from the crowd. No, as a Star Wars fan, you either have to like everything about Star Wars or hate everything about hate Star Wars. Hate everything There's about no Star Wars. In-tweens. No in-betweens. Um, I'm fake. Fake fan. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not that I don't like the character of Ezra Bridger. So I, I just don't like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a distinction. He um, is written very well. His story is very good. Um, the actor is also very good at portraying the character himself. I just get annoyed because he's annoying. <laughs> it's not that he's bad or anything, you know? That's what I mean. Have you have you watched all of Rebels? Yeah. Okay. Like three times. I make sure. I don't know if it was going to be like, <laughs> oh, I watched the first season. He's kind of terrible. It's like, it's the first season. No one liked Ahsoka in the first season, and now no. she's like the number one fan favorite of everyone. No. I, I actually, I'm not going to lie, I liked him when he was younger that rather than as he grew throughout the series, which I know is very strange. That is strange. Yeah. You know, that's... Well, that kind of throws away everything I read up for this uh, podcast, <laughs> so uh, thank you all for listening. And <laughs> Rolls credits. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's it's not like he's not one of those like 
I mean, Brody, you know me. Listeners know me pretty well at this point. There's nothing that I actually, like, hate about Star Wars. He is just probably, like, he's definitely one of my least favorites. But that's also, like, why I was excited to have this conversation. Because I do see his appeal. And like I said, he's written very well. His story is very good. He is not a bad character. I just am annoyed with him most of the time. (laughs) Um, So that being said, what are your thoughts and feelings on him before we get into some, like, details? Um, you know, I would say he's not, like, my number one favorite character in Star Wars Rebels. Mm -hmm. Um, that would probably have to go to, uh, Zeb. I've always loved Zeb. He's always been, uh, my favorite. He's a good one. But, um, Zeb or Kanan. Kanan always just seems like the, the, the right guy. Like, if I were to choose, like, if if you could have one friend in a fight, who'd it be? Kanan. Yeah, that's Um, true. Um. So, um, at first, yeah, I didn't like Ezra because it was like, oh, he feels very, like, Aladdin. Like, I don't know why, but I just got very much, like, Aladdin, like, street rat, scoundrel, take I that. literally wrote that down. Did, I wrote did you really, did the you really write, Aladdin. Like, space Aladdin? I wrote the Aladdin. Because <laughs> <laughs> in that little clip that I played, it's got, like, him saying, I'm like, Jedi Knight Ali. Yeah, like, boys gotta eat. And I'm like, hey. That's a line from yeah, a song yeah, that I know. Gotta, hey, <laughs> like, we're not only Star Wars nerds, we're also big Disney nerds. Yeah. We're out here with um, all of the deets. Over time, I really did fall in love with uh, Ezra as a character. You know, I really... I enjoyed him because he feels very, like, I guess, grounded. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I mean, maybe even the opposite of grounded. He, he has a character very well established Mm -hmm. but he shifts in what he knows is right and wrong you know he he has his moments where he's like i don't know i don't know what to do i can't i can't think i don't know what to do which seems really human yeah you know and it it makes it relatable because you know in a world where tattooed spiky headed guys with double-bladed laser swords and giant purple guys throwing you around in your cabin all day like that could get stressful, and you could even see, like, how the stress of, like, past episodes are affecting him. Especially, like, after... Is it a spoiler to say that Kanan dies? Not at this point, I feel like. Yeah, the thing is, my girlfriend hasn't seen Rebels yet. Oh my god, we'll tell her not to listen to this episode. We're in season three of Clone Wars. We've been, we've been, ch- we've been trying to chug through it, but work <laughs> and school has been a pain. Yeah, that's fair. It's <laughs> a lot. Um, if my girlfriend is listening to this, uh, here's a shout out. <laughs> That's the shout out. So now we're gonna move on forward. She's gonna text me like at 3 a.m. and be like, "What was that? What was that? <laughs> Excuse me." Um. But a lot of times, I feel like because there are those moments when characters you feel like are like, "Oh, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Don't do that. Don't do that." But with like Ezra, you he has those moments, but it seems reasonable. It doesn't seem like something stupid in the writing. It seems like something a human being would do. Because not only That's is he, you know, fair. he does have the Force, but that doesn't mean he's you know popping out, look, being full Jedi. Like, right. He's still a kid. He's still young. He thought he had you know, he thought he had his life set being a street rat, maybe even getting off Lothal because. After losing his parents, you know, he didn't know what to do after that. Yeah. So already that's kind of like, 
that's weight number one. You're alone. And then, oh, now the Empire is after you. That's weight number two. Then part number three, you're, poor, you're part of an organization that fights against the tyranny of the Empire, which means you're priority target number one in the galaxy. Yeah. That's a lot of stress for one little blueberry boy to, you know, <laughs> take care of. Yeah. So I understand when Ezra has these moments of stress and anxiety because it's it's real, you know? It's grounded and it makes sense with his position in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the things that Star Wars teeters on the edge of is doing it really well or really badly with characters. Like, they 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 want to have all of this, like, lesson and backstory and they try to shove it into something. And, like, Rebels gave him, like, a lot of room to do all of those things and they had opportunities for time skips and all sorts of stuff, um, even when they weren't huge time skips. Um, or they were just, like... Signif- like him cutting his hair like that wasn't like a huge time skip but it was something significant enough for us to know that there had been a change in his life um as and, far know, as his Kanan's learning he's been blind during that time and you know right. he's been like they've kind of been broken up a bit because you know Maul tried to be like you can be my apprentice <laughs> and just like whoa <laughs> hey genie <laughs> get me out of here uh, you got it out and they, they fly out of the giant tiger mouth. They fly mouth. out of the tiger mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that part. <laughs> that one level in Kingdom Hearts when you do the same thing. I love that level. I don't think I've ever played that level. You know what? I played I've, it ages ago. I've only played Kingdom Hearts 3, so I don't know what the other two in title, or in required, whatever word I'm thinking of. And uh, I still haven't finished Kingdom Hearts 3 because I get really frustrated. <laughs> Stop playing. It's, there's so much stuff when there's it's so like... Things. When Goofy's like, the darkness consumed your heart, and it's like, Goofy, you wouldn't <laughs> keep making candy companies, Goof. Keep making the Goof Troop. <laughs> goof but troop. I, I just thought of something about Ezra. Mm-hmm. I feel like he is a good character like Ray, but he's like the, the opposite of Ray. Where it's like, Ray, in most of her experience, automatically kind of like has it together. And mm-hmm, she, like, mm-hmm. you know, usually in most situations comes out on top. Right, right, right. She, like, in almost every scenario knows what to do. Mm-hmm. While Ezra, most if not all the time he's been, you know, on screen, he doesn't really know what to do. Except yeah. for, like, you know, when or he, he has, like, oh, that's an Ezra idea because it's so far-fetched and out there. Right. While Ray is very direct with mm-hmm. her plans, you know? Or it's, like, a very, like, his, he is allowed to be immature. Ray never really got an opportunity to be immature, you know? Exactly. Ezra, I, I feel like... I, I don't want to be like, oh, he's quirky, but it's true because only he would have a plan to summon giant hyperspace whales to latch onto a Star Destroyer. It's like... And everyone's like, yup, that's Ezra. That's Ezra's plan. This this plan reeks of Ezra. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. he, he always, he always just comes up with something on the fly. You know, that's, I think his thing. Cause he's very like, you know, like one jump over the bread line. Um, <laughs> you know, is that the line with the bread line? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. One hop over the sword. Is it bread line or red line? Red line? I don't oh, know. God. I don't know. Cause red lining, you know, that's a real thing. Oh, red line. But you know what? I'm going to put this to rest because Googling. I know they're going to, people like us who listen to a podcast like that, we'd be like, it's this, yeah. it's this. Doing a Google. 
Um, well, while you do the Google, I'm going to say to any of the listeners that if you haven't visited the Ezra Bridger uh, databank page on StarWars.com, I highly recommend it. Oh, wait, it has is, like a little summary of him. What is the name of, of that song? What? One Jump yeah. Ahead. It's called One Jump Ahead? Uh-huh. I think. Um, one Jump Ahead Aladdin, I would say. Um, Gotta yes, get the animated lyrics. Okay. Yes, one jump ahead of the breadline, bread one line. swing ahead of the sword. I steal too. only what I can't afford. <laughs> That's, That's everything. everything. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, so on the databank page, there's also a section where I played that clip from earlier of videos. We do not own the rights or the music to any of that. Um, but there's other videos. So there's like um, things about his fear, things about um, a quote that he said where he said he's not gone. And then there's one that says Star Wars Rebels property of Ezra Bridger. And it's a short. It's like three minutes long. There is the biography gallery, which is on almost every character. And then there's this little section that maybe I just haven't scrolled far enough before that has their quotes. Um, so three of the quotes that they highlight by Ezra. First one is stand up together because that's when we're strongest as one. Uh, we are rebels fighting for the people and fighting for you, which I feel like is the thing that he did when he was recording to, like, inspire Lothal. And then yeah. I want to become the Jedi you see in me, the one I don't always see in myself, which is so sweet. And it makes me want to cry. And then it goes through his oh, history. God. And then it says, like, related. So then you get all the other rebels characters. So that's fun. Okay. Um, Before I ask you some things about, like, news-wise with Ezra. Um, I figured we could also go through, like, Wikipedia stuff, which, again, is really just, like, always a breakdown. There's not really... It's <laughs> not really, like, questions for me to ask on... Um, or from Wikipedia. It's just a history for me to give. So, obviously, you all can visit this on your own. Um, but Ezra is Force-sensitive human male... At this, when we first meet him, we don't think that he's, or we don't know that he's force sensitive. We assume that that's probably very likely. Um, but he also doesn't know that he's force sensitive or he like has one of those like weird, I'm definitely going to be a Jedi one day inklings, but doesn't actually know yet. Um, so he hasn't employed the force in his daily life of like stealing things. Um, but then eventually... Like Brody was saying earlier, he does become a Padawan to Kanan Jarrus and is a freedom fighter and a revolutionary leader in the early rebellion against the Galactic Empire. End quote. Um, I what? love him. <laughs> uh, he was born on Empire Day in 19 years before the Battle of Yavin to Ephraim and Mira Bridger, um, which while we don't know too much about them, we do know that they got arrested, um, which is what left him as an orphan. And then inevitably they died in... Imperial custody, I believe, is what we were told. Um, but also because they were freedom fighters and spoke out against the Empire and then eventually got caught, um, which we see a little bit of adventures on Lothal um, involving Sorry. his parents. <laughs> Listen, I get it, you know. Got vaccinated today. My body is, like, slowly but surely draining. So That, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. my, that's why I keep flailing my arm because my arm's starting to hurt. Uh, just to just kind of get circulation back. Yeah. So, because my roommate was like, you should just, like, flail your arm every now and then to make sure that while when it starts to hurt, it's not, like, just, like, throbbing and killing you. So, it's getting there. <laughs> and, and just so the, the topic of the vaccine, this is not a political podcast. We're not going to get into it. It's, it's a thing nope. about life. Nope. The end. The end. Moving on. Get it or don't. Exactly. Um... 
Oh, okay. Here's the answer to my own question. Uh, in four years before the Battle of Yevon, Bridger learned that his parents were killed while attempting to escape from prison. I did not remember that. I thought they just, uh, like, died. Or you, got killed. They got were taken by the Empire, and that's kind of all he knew. He had... Is, he kept getting visions, because oh. he, he kept getting visions like, my parents are alive! I keep seeing this visual of, like, a a white loath cat and this guy oh, that's on a right. hill. Right, right, and right. And when they went there, it was uh, Governor Azani, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Krabs. Oh, And yes. he was like, Because <laughs> it's voiced by uh, Clancy Brown. What's his face, yeah. What's his face? Uh, who Sorry. also voiced Savage Press, which is fun. I just saw and, that article. Yeah, and he that also played a character in uh, one of Grace's favorite games, Detroit Become Human. Oh, where he he swears a lot in that game, mm -hmm. and every time he does, it sounds just like Mr. Krabs swearing, oh, no. like to a T. Oh, that's funny. Could, it's it's so funny. That's ridiculous. If, if you guys are okay with swear words and you wanna get a good laugh, just look up uh, like Clancy Brown in Detroit Become Human, or just you know play Detroit Become Human. Very good game. Very fun. Um, sounds weird. It, what, the, the game? Yeah, Detroit Become Human. What does that even mean? It's about, like, AI. That <laughs> oh. Are, like, like, AI androids that are trying to, like, integrate with society, and you're, like, a detective Ugh. AI. And there's, like, I think Clancy <gasps> Brown, Mr. Krabs' character, Mr. who looks just like him, by the way. Like, they make In the characters, life? like, based off of the actors who play oh them. Oh, my God. Of course they do. Um, of course. Like, if you ever played the Halo games... There's a character called Edward Buck, and his face is just Nathan Fillion. <laughs> you know the character that voices, or the person that voices one of the Vizsla peoples in this or Clone Wars, I can't remember. His He's Dr. Owen Hunt in Grey's Anatomy, and he also looks like the cartoon character that really? he plays. Yeah. Um, I'll have to figure out which Vizsla it is. Well, pre-Vizsla is voiced by John Favreau. Okay, so then it must be Pa-Vizsla. Spell, well, spell it properly. Idiot. Yeah, Previsla was Death Watch in the Clone Wars. Who? If, if, if anyone's new to these podcasts, uh, they should know that uh, Cheyenne and I love to segue off into different subjects. Yeah, sorry. We were here to talk about Ezra Bridger, but we Ezra Bridger is involved Ezra. in a lot of about things. Mandalore. Well, believe it or not, we were talking about Star Wars. Then we started talking about a completely different franchise and somehow circled back to Star Wars, but different <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Story of our lives. Honestly, Story of our lives. I want I want a talking podcast. I want a podcast where we can just segue and oh, just be like, so how has this happened today? And we'll, we could be allowed to swear. That, yeah. That's my only requisite. <laughs> yeah, I think that we will get to that point for sure, especially after I move. I think that will be an additional thing that I can take on because uh, life is life is going to change a lot. Also, here it is. This is not a good picture. It's a very blurry picture right now. But mm. that's Kevin McKidd, and he plays Fen Rao. Uh. Oh, he plays Fen Rao. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's, I remember the first time that I heard him speak in that role, and I was like, I know there this voice. Is. I know this voice. And I, like, looked it up, and then I was like, 
that's just him in animation. <laughs> that's just him. It's just the same weird, person. Like, animation. Well, and he plays no. like a military uh, officer in Grey's Anatomy, so it's like the same um, role. <laughs> I never watched Grey's Anatomy. I feel like everyone around me did, but I just never took the time because I've never been a hospital drama kind yeah, of guy. I've never been a drama kind of guy. I've never been a hospital drama kind of person. I've never watched a soap opera in my life until I watched Grey's Anatomy, but I'll tell you what, it takes up a lot of your soul. <laughs> And I mean, so does Star Wars. But yeah, then so again, like we could produce it into this format of mm-hmm. like talking about it. Mm-hmm. Which can make I was doing a lot of <laughs> I was doing a lot of articles on Grey's Anatomy for Screen Rant, um, like a few weeks ago, and so I was just like, I'm just gonna rewatch it, rewatch the whole thing, um, and I am. I'm only in season eight <laughs> out of seventeen. I, I always feel like the odd one out when it comes to like the content creators here mm-hmm. because it's like. You're a writer for Screen Rant. Danny's a streamer. Grace is like a Twitch moderator. I'm just like, hi. <laughs> Hello. <I'm here." laughs> hey, listen. I I just got that job, and I mean, it's awesome and amazing, but it took me a while to get there. So I mean, yeah, you it's know, coming. it's I keep, well. First of all, congratulations to anyone who doesn't know. I think we mentioned it in one of the one of the the one that hasn't come out this yeah i'm editing it today and then posting it today cool. but yeah i'm, I'm excited one. for that one i love that one yeah it's gonna be dope is that that uh thing? but yeah 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 to anyone who didn't listen to that one uh cheyenne got an awesome gig and she's writing amazing articles so Thank go you. give them a look do you, you get do you get a like source of revenue from like how many clicks you get on an article not clicks well and i think there's some details some like financial details in it that i haven't quite worked out that are explained to us i just haven't had the time and energy to go through that but i do get paid per article which is awesome oh, um, all right so uh yeah everybody support 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 <laughs> cheyenne on screen rant you could just look yeah. her up in any kind of you, that's how they do it right you just go on screen rant you know, and type in the name I thought so, and I guess not, but um, I usually share my articles either on my Facebook or, and, like, if I do Star Wars ones, like, I'm working on a Star Wars one today, um, so when I do those, I'll share them to the Castle Run Weekly Facebook page, so that's a good place to get them um, whenever I can share those. Um, I've only done, I think, one or two other Star Wars ones so far, um, so I'll go and post those, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, you can't you can't search my name, which I thought was interesting. Um, but basically, we have to do at least one article or like three articles a week. Um, wow. So I got I got articles coming out. So if you go to the page, you're likely to see something or like topics. <laughs> search a topic on I'm Google. Ziggity. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I could barely get like a research paper of something done, and I'm just like, hmm. they're not as like they're they're pretty like tasking. Tasking? Taxing. <laughs> I was like, that's taxing, not the word. That's the word. <laughs> They're pretty taxing, but like in fast paced manner. Does that make sense? So like I can that if makes I can sense. like I I cannot write out. under pressure mm-hmm. when it's like I need you to write an essay due by next week. For some <laughs> reason I cannot write. Yeah. But when I whenever I want to do something, like I write a script or I just want to do my own little story, mm-hmm. I go off. I write like the most beautiful things or like I'm doing like I like writing a story like Dungeons and Dragons with my friends mm-hmm. online and I write like these beautiful well-written like paragraphs of like descriptive text nice and then when they ask for that essay I'm just like <laughs> you may as well give me enough it's sorry. the same sentence five times <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> in different words phrased differently yeah it's like 
It's like, I don't like writing. Writing isn't my favorite. Out of all my times of writing, I didn't like it. I get what you mean. Not my thing. Not my thing. I get what you mean, for sure. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say something. I don't remember. Well, Whoopsie. how about we get back on the track? Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I apologize for going on another segue. I don't apologize. <gasps> I really want viewer feedback to know if they yeah. actually like this format Ooh, of when we go off, or should we just, like, you know, have a shock collar whenever we yeah. start going on a segue, just like, <clears throat> oh, yep, Ezra, it's about Ezra. <laughs> I'll get my taboo buzzer and I'll buzz at us. Um, exactly. <laughs> we'll get Grace to moderate podcasts as well. Oh, my God. She won't say I... a word. She'll just buzz at us. <laughs> and then occasionally when we're really going off, she would just be like, guys you aren't even paying me when she like fully gets like hello like that voice on i'm like okay sorry grace it was like hello and it's just like okay my bad sorry grace Grace. um okay ezra yeah really like get up as well it's like her standing in the senate room good lord um okay let me kind of scroll through this part i just saw i saw like a keyword oh okay so this like section talks about how i'm still on wikipedia for those that are following along um this little section talks about how ezra's at this point ezra's powers are growing stronger um and so he is like taking on more missions and that's kind of it's it's balancing between like getting the better of him and he's not super great at it yet and also like being too confident about it and they're letting him go do it sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't teaches him about failure and whatnot um within all of this they happen to meet rex um and then they also meet uh, or not me, um, experienced that little, like, battle that they had to do. So it's Ezra, Kanan, and Rex, and all those battle droids. You remember what I'm talking about? So Great episode. I, great episode. I wanted to ask you, how or what do you think Ezra would have been doing? Imagine he's a Padawan in the, the time, in the time of the Clone Wars. How do you think, first of all, who do you think his master would have been then? If you could imagine, like, pairing him with a master. Um, and then, like, what do you think he'd be doing as far as, like, missions and whatnot? Like, so is he more like Anakin? Like more like, stuff, right? Yeah. Like, we're not, we're not talking about, because he was born on Order 66. Right. That was the day he was born. He was born right. at the same time as Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. All of the things. Which is a fun fact. Yeah. All of it's connected. All of the days. So, um... The Force just really had a good day with that one, because I guess with so many Jedi dying, there was a whole lot of Force that wasn't occupied. So it was like, ah, oh, crap, give it to this baby, give it to this baby. All these babies get Force. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase that way. That, like, the Jedi are taking up space within the Force. Because the balance, I suppose, because the Force is rearing up to bring back the balance, because it's like, Okay, right. maybe we'll give a little bit of the balance to the dark side. Only a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, God. They killed all of them. They took it. They took it and they ran. Right. Okay, okay. We're on red alert. We got we to gotta give it to that baby. Give it to that blue one over there. Twins? Both. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, oh my god, I didn't That's I've just never thought about it that way. I theorized why um Kylo Ren and Rey were so powerful was because there weren't many force users at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. The big wigs, you know, like Darth Vader, formerly the chosen one, and Emperor Palpatine, they both are, you know, gone. That's a whole <laughs> lot of unoccupied force. That's so. a whole lot of force. Yeah. That's why Rey and uh, Kylo are so unbelievably strong, but they say it's because uh, their strength comes from being a dyad in the Force. Mm-hmm. So that's true. But that's interesting. That's a very heavy subject too with the dyad. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to have a character chat, but instead of like character, it's just the Force. We just talk about the Force, the Force's power, the Force and its ever like changing ways. I have a proposition for you. So is, is this gonna is or is this still gonna make it into the podcast? Is this gonna be like the yes. Avengers mid credits <laughs> yeah. teasing the next movie? Yeah, basically. Yeah, this is like half half promotion, half commercial, half whatever you want it to be about the future right, of Kessel right. Run Weekly. So in twenty twenty two it will be the forty fifth anniversary of a new hope, I believe. Um I can check some math on that, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me uh, let me do a Google. Um, do a Google. Uh, new hope if that is true, release. even if it's not true, maybe we'll still do this because then I can employ it for each year. But if that is true, what we're gonna do is have a specific episode each month because I'm gonna try and do just like one Kessel Run weekly episode a month, um, so that I can like make sure that I'm actually getting episodes out and not pressuring myself and then not like backing off from having too much work and then not giving you guys any content. So what I'm thinking for the 45th anniversary of a new hope, it will be one specific episode about a new hope every single month. So something would be like, okay, this month we're talking about the characters of a new hope. This month we're talking about the plot line of a new hope. This month we're talking about the force in a new hope, the art of a new hope, the music in a new hope. So every single month we'll have a specific topic for a specific episode of a new hope. It's my great idea. I'm very excited about it. I can't claim all of it because listening to Blast Points podcast gave me that idea um, because I don't know if you listened, but they did the saga year and it's really awesome. Um, highly recommend. Sounds like fun. Jason and Gabe are so funny and so chill. Um, I need to listen to more podcasts. Like I say, I listen to podcasts, but I listen to one or two because I listen to this one and I listen to two YouTubers. But... I highly recommend blast points and i met them at um celebration chicago they're so nice they're so tall <laughs> and also <laughs> equally as funny in so person tall and you just kind of like start dreaming off and it's like i was man. literally in yeah. my kira cosplay so I, I think was i in kira i might have been in my kira cosplay i don't know but i was in heels and i was just kind of like oh my god and i told them that i was like wow you guys are really tall <laughs> slightly <laughs> embarrassing it's fine everything's fine i mean like if you don't mind me asking, how yeah. tall are you? Let, let the world know. I'm 5'7". 5'7". Five, seven. Five, seven. I'm 5'8", mm-hmm. so I'm just one inch above. Nice. I'm, I think, three inches shorter, like the American average. Mm-hmm. Which, when I was growing up, for some reason, they said 5'8 was tall. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow, 5'8, you're the American average. But now it's 5'11 because there's right. so many hunks out there. <laughs> and I'm just like, um... <laughs> How come I'm the small boy? Mm-hmm. Well, I've always been told that I'm tall for a girl or that I'm like the tall. I've always been like the tallest of my friend group, but literally in my household, I'm the shortest person. 
I mean, like, my height never me. really matters. This is to every girl and guy or however you identify out there. Your height means no difference. The size of your heart is all that matters. Truth. Because I know some people struggle with height. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's one of those things that you can't you can't get away from. Um, because it's a part of you, but you need to accept and know that you are exactly who you need to be. I smell a segu coming. A segue. A what? <laughs> a segu. Oh, a, se- well, <laughs> a segue. Is that is that Grace's catchphrase? I smell a segu. Segu. Uh, oh, like, <laughs> oh my god! It should be Paul Bart's coming back for a segue. <laughs> Wow, I haven't seen Paul Blart in so long. How tall is Ezra? That's my segue. Oh, Do we know? well, let's find out. How I don't know. tall? Oh, wait. Yeah. Are you Googling that now or should I? You can Google it. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> you have the quick Google fingers. I yeah, already have Ezra pulled up on something else, but let's God. find out how tall he is. Why don't we use the metric system? Oh, no. Why? Because uh, I can't guess what 1.65 meters is off the top of my head. Somebody else probably knows. Somebody listening what knows. What is 1.65 meters into feet? Five. He's 5'4". Oh, short boy. Oh, he's a little short. He's oh, young, God. though. That's Eddie. fair. He's, he's not adult yet. So, he's so cute. Maybe he'll be tall because he's 5'4 oh, 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 and what, oh. like 16? When I look up the Ezra Bridger height... It says his age is 55, or no, uh, 53, and stay, status alive, that's questionable, but we'll get back to that. Who said that? Uh, look, the height, which is a very realistic picture of him fighting battle droids Listen, that's reason. like basically the same picture that's up on my screen right now, that's weird. And then, <gasps> 53, 53 and alive. 53 years old. Oh, Who did this? 53 years old. Oh my god. Well, speaking of him potentially being alive and being a Jedi in his old age, this little thing that I scrolled to, so I clicked on uh, his lightsaber skills, and he uh, studied Form 4. I think um, it was Kanan's. Yeah, so it says, through a recording of Anakin found in Kanan's holocron. Um, so I wonder if that's how Kanan learned Form 4. Rather than while he was in training. Or if Kanan picked up on multiple forms. I don't know much about Kanan either. That's a whole other character chat I'd have to have. Um, Oh, that's it. I thought I had more. But that's it. Form four. Um, Everyone for a second just check their phones or their screens to see, like, did did it pause? Did it pause? Listen, I, (laughs) I listen to a lot of podcasts that do that. And I... I, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? If it stopped, it stopped, and I'll figure it out in the next, like, ten minutes. But I'm just going to yeah, let them have their moment. Yeah, and you just listen to silence, and it's just like, sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, it was playing. <laughs> yeah, they just, like, come They come back after a little um, bit. So. Um, what? You know, funny thing about that, I was zoning out. Because I was totally thinking of another thing about Ezra to bring up next, and I don't uh-huh. know what you were talking about was with, about what Ezra mm. is. Um, <laughs> that was like horrible wording. That sentence uh, was hilarious. I, I can never. What, what did you say? I don't know. That was just really funny the way you worded all of that. I know. I can never work for Screen Rant. <laughs> Put me on like the do not employ list with the big red like circle with the line through it. <laughs> 
I don't even know how I got like a position as like a frequent on the podcast with the amount of times I'm just like, and you can subscribe and go to the uh, social media where you can find us too. Like, the amount of times I've fibbed. That's okay. That's all right. But I still really like want to do a podcast because life is, it shouldn't be left for not fun. Yeah, exactly. This Let's is fun. Let's talk about That's the what matters. of life. But That's what matters. So I don't know if this is a question saved for like around the end of the podcast or not, but this is a question that I feel like I've seen everywhere, mm -hmm. but there have been no answers. There's been like, oh, we may answer it. I don't know. But your theory, mm -hmm. if you have one on where is Ezra? Mm. You know, you know me, I'm bad at theories. I love so, theorizing. It's one of my favorite things. I really enjoy, like, talking about them, but I'm really bad at coming up with them. If I had to say anything, I would say either on Thrawn's planet or, like, with his species, wherever that may be, um, or in search of his species, um, because aren't they're, like, super secretive or something? I don't know. They Chis live... I believe beyond the unknown regions, okay. beyond like you know where, like on the same level of like Exegol, where there's you know gravity wells, uh, nebulous storms, and stuff. Yeah. Like, so maybe that's it. Maybe they're like looking for them, and they're like barely surviving on the Purgle, or um, looking for like looking for the Chiss. And maybe this is me having a lot of good faith in Ezra. Maybe he's looking for the Chiss because he's like, I'm giving you to them. Because I can't, like, I can't kill you. Or, he's like... What, and and have you read Thrawn? I don't know. I have read Thrawn books, but I don't remember which ones I've read. The most recent the, um, one I read was Thrawn Alliances, so everything else is yeah, gone out was, of my brain. Uh, like, banished from his homeworld because he, right. like, was, like, rearing for the Clone Wars coming to his, like, coming to the planet. Mm-hmm. But they were like, we will not go to war. Goodbye. Yeah, like he's a war strategist and they're all peaceful-ish. Um, I think his full name was like Mithrar Narodo or something Yeah, it's like something that. crazy. It's like, oh, God. His voice in the Clone Wars, they couldn't have gotten a better voice actor for him because, mmm, no. <laughs> oh, like a knife through butter. <laughs> That's true. a whole podcast in itself. That is Thrawn's true. voice the podcast. <laughs> Hey, listen, we can just play different clips and talk about what that sounded like and what and it like, like felt like in the oh room. God. <laughs> As if King Midas was able to touch sound and turned it to gold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, speaking of Thrawn's voice actor, um, do you have... So I don't have a theory for where Ezra is before I move on to my question. Do okay. you have a theory and what is it for where Ezra is? So... You know me. I love theorizing. I always love making up my own Star Wars stories. Never considering them like canon or anything. I never really make much of the ideas. But I believe that um, there are a couple options. Mm -hmm. Since the glass on the Star Destroyer was shattered, they could have just, you know, died. That, that could have totally happened. Yeah. But that seems incredibly unlikely thanks to Season 2 of The Mandalorian. Yes. Because Ahsoka Tano was on that planet. I forget the name. Um, Corvus. Corvus? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. 
So, so wasn't that the name of that like the ship? jerk who dated Padme? <laughs> Corvus, no, Clovis, Clovis. 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 But Corvus is the name of a ship in Battlefront, I believe. Yes, the Corvus. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's the Raider class star yeah. destroyer that they have. So, um, <laughs> fun facts with Cheyenne and Brody. Fun facts with Brody and Cheyenne. Yeah. Uh, did you know? It's like <laughs> one of those like did you know gaming. Videos. Yeah, I need one of those sounds sound bites. I love that. Like, did you know? Yeah, this fact is about this. So, um, Ahsoka Tano interrogated the magistrate of Corvus because she was former Imperial who assume, we assume, served Grand Admiral Thrawn mm-hmm. at a time and was gifted a Beskar spear from him because he was very talented with, and he, he loved studying cultures, he loved studying the enemy. He probably even studied them for when there was the, uh, uh, when, you know, there was, when the rebels were on Mandalore and there was like the whole Darksaber thing with Bo-Katan and oh, everything, that yes. arc. I know what you mean, but I don't know the word for it. they went to Mandalore. Mm-hmm. But I don't, now that I think about it, I don't remember it much either, but I feel like that's something I should really remember. <laughs> Considering, like, Bo-Katan was me the with, last person to have the Darksaber. Me with all of Star Wars. <laughs> um, so, as we know, Ahsoka is hunting for Thrawn. Mm-hmm. She's trying to find him. And it seems that the Magistrate knows where he is. So, I think it's a safe bet to say that Thrawn is 100% alive. Yeah, I agree. But whether that's through Ezra helping him or Ezra being dead... I don't like uh, pitching that because yeah. I feel like the live-action Ahsoka series that's coming soon with Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka reprising a role from The Mandalorian. Right. I believe this the show is going to begin from where Rebels ended, where there's that scene of Sabine looking at the mural she painted, mm-hmm. and Ahsoka like taps the staff on the ground, mm-hmm. which means like, "Hey, we're gonna find Thrawn. I just yes. got the last clue." Yes. So, like Sabine and Ahsoka did, in when Ahsoka and Ezra were in the world between worlds, he was like, "When you like, when you come back, come find me." And he's like, "She's like, I will, I promise." So she made that promise that she needs to keep to find Ezra, along right. with Sabine, because you know she she loves <clears throat> the Ezra, not not like a romantic way, but right. you know they're, they're besties, they're the best buds, they're the best buds of all time. They are, and no besties. one trusted. Ezra more than Sabine. So I think the show is going to be about them trying mm. to find Ezra. And I feel like either they're going to find Thrawn first and then Ezra, who's going to mm. be like, hey, guys, we've been working together this whole time to survive on this weird planet that the Purgle left us on. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why Ahsoka's so passionate about it when she asks the magistrate, like, where is like, Thrawn? Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Yeah. Maybe it's she, like, like, thinks Ezra's dead or something. She, I feel like she just wants to know because I don't think Ezra would have like sacrificed himself like that if he didn't have a plan to like really take care of Thrawn. Right. But but with that in mind, we know Thrawn's alive. I feel like that's safe to like a safe bet to say because Ahsoka's asking the magistrate. Yeah. We didn't get a straight answer from her saying exactly where she is, which I think that'd be cool if that's where the Ahsoka series began. It's just like where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Mm-hmm. And she says, like, he's here. 
with your friend mm. Ezra Bridger, and then the Ahsoka title appears. <laughs> I'm calling it now. That's that's what they're gonna do, and Ezra fans around the world be, are gonna freak out. That's true. I don't know if they'll do it that fast, but I definitely, I definitely see it but happening. But I think it's definitely gonna be like a planet hopping adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's gonna be very. I feel like it's gonna be very like Mandalorian, but in a Jedi's life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or like not Jedi's life. life. Not even a Jedi. Yeah, They're not a Jedi anymore. A fake, fake Jedi. Fake. Uh, I don't think they've confirmed her as a gray Jedi, but I think they just called her like a rebel. She's a rebel. Yeah, I don't think she'll. I think she'll just be considered a Force user. Sorry, I'm Force staring user at my gecko. With awesome white lightsabers. Which have we? We've done an Ahsoka character chat, haven't we? I feel like we must have. I, I feel like see. we've been talking. You know a what lot I have? I did it with Rebecca. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I know I did, did one. That. I don't remember who. We really, Rebecca. I feel like at some point we're just going to get to the point where we're just like repeating them. It's like, okay, and this one is about Count Dooku. So what do you think about Count Dooku? And it's like, we already covered this. Mm-hmm. We're running out of content. <laughs> Never. And we get to the point where it's like, okay, we are doing a character chat about Big's Darklighter. Listen, um, maybe. It's Maybe. What else is there to say except he knew Luke and he died. And he had a good mustache. <laughs> and he had a mustache. And he's in some deleted scenes. That's cool. He's in, <laughs> It'd just be a shorter covered. one. <laughs> Everybody go click on the podcast where we talked about deleted scenes. Thank you for your mustache. <laughs> um, yeah, true. Um, so speaking of your uh, theory and like where they might be or how Ahsoka is going to play a role... Um, Dork Side of the Force has a, like, interview that happened, I think, through Vanity Fair. Um, this was written, like, three months ago. So, basically, this is about Dave addressing Ezra Bridger and Rebels' connection Dave in... Maloney. Yeah. Uh, chapter 13 of The Mandalorian, which is the Jedi. Um, the article says... I'm only reading the first three paragraphs. Everything happens for a reason. That's one way to address the connection of the 13th episode of The Mandalorian um, that it had to the animated series Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. The director and writer of this chapter, conveniently titled Chapter 13, The Jedi, Dave Filoni, spoke with Vanity Fair about where Ahsoka's live-action debut takes place in the timeline and how missing Jedi Padawan Ezra Bridger fits into the narrative of Din and Grogu's adventure. Filoni states that the placement of the Jedi was done intentionally and the reason is quite simple. When the first six films were released, it went episodes four, five, six, and then jumped back in time, back in time to one, two, and three. Filoni clarifies also that where this installment takes place does not necessarily mean it sits where most people assume it does. Prior to the epilogue of Rebels where Ahsoka joins Sabine Wren in trying to find their missing friend Ezra. Here's his exact quote from the interview when asked where his scene fits into the timeline. It's an interesting one that's not necessarily chronological. I think the thing, so this is what Dave said. I think the thing that people will most not understand is that is they want to go in a linear fashion. But as I learned as a kid, nothing in Star Wars really works in a linear fashion. You do episodes four, five, and six, and then one, two, and three. So in the vein of that history, when you look at the epilogue of Rebels, you don't really know how much time has passed. So it's possible that the story I'm telling in The Mandalorian actually takes place prior to that. Possible. I'm just saying it's possible. So, so Dave really just isn't giving us any room for thought, <laughs> or all the room for thought, all of the yeah, freedom. Yeah, I think that's like all the room for thought because he's like being very direct, but then he's like, but maybe not. And but maybe like, not. Oh, come on, you're putting he's, this back to step one. Says something very matter of factly, and then goes shrugs and goes, eh, maybe. Could be. Could it's be. Just steering. Never know. Uh, well, what's what's over here? You'll find out one day, eventually. 
Not today. Not today. No. <laughs> Not Later. this interview. Bye. <laughs> oh, he's the best. Um, so, oh, I had a, I had another sagu and then I lost it. God, you guys really are just sticking by me if you're still listening this far. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Uh, comment. Uh, okay, if you guys are listening on YouTube, we want you to comment. Um, oh, what's a good thing to comment? Uh, giraffe. <laughs> giraffe. Uh, giraffe. Giraffe. As in the animal. Yeah. Um, comment that in the comment section below, and that'll prove that you've gotten to this far into the episode. Wow. You know, and that's we'll see... very smart. <laughs> I've what? literally never thought of that. That's so smart. I've heard people say that, like, or I've watched videos. It's like, oh, you've made it this far. Comment your favorite food in the comment section below to prove that you've gone <laughs> to the end. Like that kind of stuff. That's amazing. In that specific accent? I don't know. Most of them have <laughs> accents. Usually it's, do you ever, like, torture yourself and watch, like, scary videos at night? Of course. I love doing that. I love watching, like, the, like, number 15, Ghosts Caught on Tape. Have you ever heard a bump in the night? Well, here's a video for you. I love watching the ones that are, like, they're so fake, but they still give you the heebie-jeebies because it's just scary visuals, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, mine, I have a podcast that I listen to to fall asleep on nights that I feel like that. It's called Scary to Sleep. It's awesome. Her voice does not sound like that. It's very soothing, but it's also scary <laughs> stories. So, like, I literally scare myself to sleep because I'm like, I can't listen to this because I'll get scared. So I better fall asleep right now. <laughs> I feel like that's something that could degrade mental health. I'm no psychologist. <laughs> but I feel like that's not 100% You healthy. never know. But, I mean, like you do you, I listen to... Um, <laughs> Uh, the same five episodes of Spongebob. That's fair. That on my, to go to sleep because if I'm listening to something new, I'm never going to get to sleep because I'm so mm -hmm. interested. But if it's the same thing over and over again, I get bored of it and then my brain is like, okay, you can sleep now. There's nothing important going on. Yeah, and I have multiple like, sleep podcasts. I have thought about starting a Star Wars sleep one. I mentioned it to Danny a while back where I could like read like excerpts of books um, in like a soothing yoga voice. I don't um, know for if people there's, to sleep, like, but... copyright that could be involved in that because you're technically, like, telling someone else's story and they didn't pay you to do it. Well, and and I like, don't think that it would be beneficial to anybody <laughs> to listen again, to a Star getting, Wars story as you like, sleep. Instead of buying their book, you get to, like, you know, read or you get to listen to this actual book that you're interested in. Like, I bought Ahsoka. What? I said that's fair. Yeah, like, I bought Ahsoka because I want to read it. Exactly. Or I wanted to. I already read it. But I could also save my money and listen to you read Ahsoka. <laughs> that's true. So it's like, you know... Who knows? That's a couple smackers that uh, E.K. Johnson isn't getting in her uh, in her penny pail. Poor E.K. Um, uh, we love E.K. Johnson. Please come <laughs> on to the podcast. Yeah. We don't know what we'd say, but uh, please, we just... Please we would definitely start with hi. Huh? We'd definitely start with, hi, how are you? And, and that's she'd be like, it. good. And we're like, do you okay, like Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is 
I was going to say this back when we were talking about like reviews and things like that or leaving comments. Um, So if you're leaving comments, if you're here on YouTube or wherever you're listening, we do only have 14 ratings so far on Apple Podcasts. Um, That's the only place that I can see ratings. So I'm sorry that if you've left them anywhere else that I don't can't see them. Um, But our most recent one was from March. That's unless I haven't checked recently. But um, it was from March. And the comment is from Mr. Nod. And he says, a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. And then the comment says, this podcast is so delightful that it almost makes me forget about the coronavirus. So, I mean, we got to be pretty powerful to uh, expel that kind of energy. I know. That was back when Corona just started. So that was like fresh on the brain. Oh, so that was fresh. Last March. Oh, they're still talking about it? (laughs) No, last March. This is starting to open. Yeah. Um, So if you feel so inclined, please leave a five-star review and maybe we'll read it on the show. Um, I'm trying to do better at monitoring stuff like that. Um, but that's a good way to get yourself I noticed I mean, to give here. you an idea of how well we monitor, that came out probably, like, what, March, April? <laughs> March 20, yeah, March 19th is when it was written, or wow, when it was posted. That was, like, that's exactly, like, uh, six days after, like, the lockdowns. It's yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. We, we literally took a year to read that comment. <laughs> I know. Well, I've had it saved in my photos, and then I always forget to check, and then I'm like, oh. Uh, or, like, I'll be but, read, I'll be doing a Clone Wars episode, and I don't want to read a Kessel Run Weekly review on a Clone Wars episode, and then I just forget. It's a big cycle. Something I wanted to do for, like, the podcast is um, I want, like, us to post on Twitter, like, we're going to record a podcast tomorrow. Uh, give us your questions on who you think about um, Kanan Jarrus uh, for our next episode. Yeah, we could start doing that. It's just like, all right, we have a comment or we have a question from our friend on Twitter at Cool McSchool. And uh, he says, "Um, what color is Kanan's lightsaber? Blue. Anyways, like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have some updates on the Twitter. I will tell you after we're done recording. Um, Okay. Let me. Get this part That's out. This is something I wanted. information that you guys won't get. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Unless it's me listening to this podcast again. Because I just love listening to the podcast that I'm in. Because it's just like, <laughs> I just want to make sure I don't sound too annoying. I'm glad that you, know? you like to do that. Because I hate doing that. I no, don't I, like listening to my voice. I sometimes when I listen to my voice, I'm just like, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up already. <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. Hey, future Brody. I'm pretty sure you've already done that a couple times listening to this one. Just know, um, this it's present okay. moment, I'm having a good time. Don't worry about me. Um, did you remember to wash your face last night? I swear to God, <laughs> if you didn't this time around, because I just started doing it, and if I'm already off of it, I'm disappointed in you. I'm sorry if you feel bad, or you might be laughing. Brody, you gotta get yourself skincare skincare routine. Future and present oh, Brody. I don't like stuff on my face. You gotta get nice. You gotta get nice stuff on your face. It feels nice. I've, I've always had fairly clean skin, but occasionally acne just decides to okay him, and then all the guys <laughs> just come after me. Like oh my like, god! I just picture like a guy in like a big pip coat with like these massive dudes like behind. I'm just like get him. And then all of them just like, oh my god, like with me on the ground, <laughs> and they're all they're all very covered in acne. <laughs> Gross. And they're the greasy boys. Oh my goodness. The greasy gang. Greasy oh my gang. god. We Brody's writing stories. We need now. to re. We need to make Kessler Weekly the greasy gang. Ew. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
Um, I'm gonna talk about Ezra Bridger. You can talk to your greasy gang. Um, (laughs) So this says, uh, this is on InsideTheMagic.net asking about is Taylor Gray gearing up for live action Ezra Bridger? Um, I'll get to my question following that in a minute, but this says Gray addressed Ezra's ultimate act and how that fit the man he'd become after training under Kanan. So this is what the voice actor had to say about Ezra. Kanan kind of led the way with his whole selfless act and he came to be whole. Seeing the process that Kanan went through and how that came to an end, I think that was when we started talking about how Ezra is going to do something similar. He has been led by this guy forever. Now he understands he must do something similar. The fun stuff, which we talked about. A lot of it was going to be that little nod and everything to Sabine in the end, and trusting her and that relationship that they've built, and so to see how it ends with her going off with Ahsoka to come back to find him. Um, And then the the article goes on to talk about like the involvement of the Mandalorian and all of those things. So I highly recommend checking that out again. It's on inside the magic.net. Um, but that's Taylor Gray's like take on like the future of Ezra, I would say, and kind of the past. Um, but wow. Fun fact, non-canon history on Wikipedia says Ezra, Ezra Bridger appears in angry birds, star Wars too. That's something I did not need to know, but I I do know now. For some reason, there was one time when I was just looking up uh, Visago, you know, Visago, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with uh, the tweet, or no, the Deveronian with the mm-hmm. cutoff horn. Yeah. And he, um... Hated him. I don't know, he kind of gets better in time, especially when he's, like, captured on that crawler. He's like Dollar Tree Hondo for me. Definitely Dollar Tree Hondo, but yeah. no one will beat Hondo, because I, I exactly. am so excited to see Hondo at Disney. Oh my god. He's I'm incredible. I'm really excited to see Hondo. You've seen him. I've seen Hondo How? multiple times. He's incredible. Is he incredible? He's incredible. Is he just as handsome as the rumors say? He's the most handsome. Oh, I wouldn't doubt him in the least. Um, my question for you about that whole Taylor Gray thing. Do you think that Taylor Gray should play the live action version of Ezra? And if you do not think so, who else do you think should play him? Well... I think Taylor Gray, mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor Gray, is um, a very handsome man. Mm-hmm. He's very sweet. True. And if he listens to this podcast, I doubt it, but if he hears the name Ezra Bridger, hi, Taylor Gray, big fans. Um, <laughs> true. Also true. It would be incredibly fitting for the role, because he kind of looks like Ezra. Like, mm-hmm. of course, with art styles and everything, no one looks exactly like they do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they did a really good job with uh, Katie Sackhoff mm-hmm. as um, Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Because those... I, where do you stand on the whole, should Ashley Eckstein have been Ahsoka Tana? Um, I'm somewhere in the middle. I do, I do wish that she was. Um, but as, a, as an ally to people of color... And trying yeah. to do my best of understanding perspectives and being inclusive of all fans in all realms. Um, I also have always fully understood and seen Ahsoka as a person of color character, yeah, like character so base. I was literally just about to bring up that point. Because yeah. Even in the uh, the premiere of the Clone Wars, um, the person who like cosplayed Ahsoka, like the very first cosplay Ahsoka was a uh, person of color. Right. Like I've never and not I've seen always, her as I've a person of color. Her, 
yeah, I've always seen her as a person of color, and I think yeah. what they did was beautiful because Rosario Dawson definitely has, like, the face for it. Yeah, I think she, that like, she fits her well visually. Um, I do wish that they had done Ashley's voice over her. Yeah. Like I wish that they had voice dubbed her. were over Rafe Hart's mm-hmm. dialogue, because even in The Phantom Menace, um, mm-hmm. with, uh, Ray Park didn't get the get to do the voice. Right. I think that they should have voice dubbed with Ashley, um, because not only would that include Ashley in the live action per- portrayal, um, because obviously she's still going to do Star Wars stuff and she's still going to be involved, and that's awesome. But it probably it, there's no way that it doesn't hurt. I'm not going to project feelings for her, but like, yeah, it would hurt me. Also, and it's like. Did Ewan McGregor feel bad when uh, James Arnold Taylor voiced him? Right. And it's like Ewan McGregor is an like Ashley is more in in the voice realm and has her own business and is doing a lot of different things all of the time. So I don't know what her like current acting career is like, but like Ewan McGregor has almost constantly had projects in his life. So for somebody like um, James Arnold Taylor to step in, it's not super surprising based on whatever Ewan was doing, but I don't, like, I don't know the history of things of, like, them asking them. Like, I don't think they ever asked Hayden. Um, but Hayden's obviously, like, bears no ill will towards Matt Lanter, and I love Matt Lanter's voice. I do oh, wish God. Hayden also I voiced would, him. I would... Like, you know? The things I would do to do a perfect impression of uh, Matt Lanter's... Um, <laughs> he is awesome. He does a great job, but I, and I just, I love Hayden Christensen, like, so much that... I would have been happy either way, you know? So, and I'm happy, I'm happy for Rosario Dawson. I'm happy for the communities that are uh, of people of color and fans of Star Wars um, to be able to see that in action. Um, I'm annoyed at the fans that say it doesn't matter. She's an orange alien. That's irrelevant. You know that we live in the real world. You know that these are important things to address. Moving on. Um, Ashley. you You would feel pretty rude if someone said... Like, oh, you're just an orange alien. It's just like, whoa. Yeah, there's way more to it to that. And um, I think that it would have been good if Ashley had done it. I think it's just as well that Rosario has done it. Um, 100%. Rebecca and I talked a little bit more on that because Rebecca um, mentioned, too, like, she's like, I had never seen Ahsoka as a person of color. But, like, she fully understands what people mean when they say that. She just had never done that because her attachment was to Ashley and then was to Ahsoka because she was um, like a huge fan of Ashley's first. And then she became Ahsoka um, um, because okay. she was a big fan of her universe first. Yes. Maybe Beautiful I, maybe I backed that up. Mind. Maybe I switched it around, but you got, you see what I mean? Like there was a first grasp and then there was a secondary grasp. Um, so I, I definitely also see that perspective for Ahsoka fans. Um, but like I said, basically my like shortened to the sweet, to the point is, um, I think that my ideal situation would have been Rosario in the role, Ashley voicing the role. Um, but I'm happy regardless. Absolutely. I 100% <laughs> agree with that. Yeah. So back to the character that we were talking about yeah. that this whole podcast is based on. We are the worst. It's fine. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But, I mean, this entire time we're having smiles on our faces. Yeah, we're having a fun time. And if Hopefully they, our listeners are also having a fun time. If you have a problem with that, then they could just turn it off. Please don't. We need the revenue. Please, please. Be, we need money. I, uh, the, please help us. has not paid me. They have not paid me a single time <laughs> since I've gotten here. I at least deserve some kind of, you know, I deserve some loyalties with this company. I have, <laughs> I have toiled day and night 
Um, I toss and turn. Um, I can't remember the rest of the song. <laughs> Day That's and good night. Though you started. You started off I toss strong. And turn and, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Walks away. No, I, to anyone who doesn't know my sarcasm, I don't do this for money. I no. do it for love. Do it I for do fun. it for my my love of Star Wars. Yeah, we do. It Cheyenne for Star does Wars. it for money. Well, she one hundred percent. No, I also don't get paid for this. I also do it for the love of Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I would love to do it for money. Please pay me. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody pay me. Please. I'm not asking to ca- for Castle Run. We Can we just it. dedicate the next five upcoming five minutes of this podcast to be just us chanting, pay us, Danny, pay us, pay pay us, us Danny. Danny, pay us, Danny. <laughs> Danny's probably also like, all right, somebody else pay me. He's like, hey, I'm still looking for the check. Yeah. He's like, hold on. And we're just like. Wait, who's getting paid? Yeah. And Grace slowly like walks out of the room. <laughs> Grace. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh <laughs> I had asked you about your fan casting of Ezra. Did you say anybody else? You said Taylor Graham oh, would be no, ideal. We started going on. I know we tangented. Um I think Taylor Gray would have been great. But I have heard rumors that the actor from the live-action Aladdin, uh, I've heard a lot yeah. of rumors that he would get. I, I don't know his name off the top of my head. I'm Mina Musad. Mas- that's, that's him. I don't know if I said his last name properly, and I apologize. Musad, but yeah. Musad, Mus- something like that. Yes, starts but with an M. We, we love him. I, I, awesome. I like the live-action Aladdin. And I, I did thought too. he did a really good job. The only thing I don't like about that movie is uh, Jafar's casting. I agree. Because he looked like Jafar's whiny younger cousin. Yes. Because God, Listen, Jafar was... Will Smith can do no wrong. So... No. Well, no, that's Will theoretical. Smith. He did wrong when he was, was younger, but that's from... Go watch the... what? I said that's wrong. He did He did wrong when he was younger, but that is evidence from the Fresh Prince reunion. So if you need to know more about that, go watch that. They talk about it. Uh, other than that, Will Smith does no wrong. <laughs> I was really scared because, you know, in the beginnings, there was the meme of the CG genie. The yeah. The genie. And, CG genie. Um, hey. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, no. They're going to ruin it. They're going to ruin it. But I think. Crushed it. That and the Beauty and the Beast were the best um, live action Disney remakes. Jungle Book, did not like. I did not really? like the Jungle Book. It was all I right. I did not like. Pete's Dragon made me genuinely mad. I felt really mad with watching Pete's Dragon because that was one of the ones that my mother and I, or my mother grew up with, and therefore I grew up with. Yeah. So it was very close to my heart and how it kind of turned into like, just kind of like a hipster kind of movie. I never just watched Pete's the Dragon when I was a kid, so I don't know. I, I didn't have a reference. It's very close to my heart. It's very, very close to my heart. So, for, like, I know it's not a bad movie, mm-hmm. but as a recreation of what I love, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair. I, I do not like it. Fair point. I liked The Lion King and Beauty and the Beast. I have seen it. Ooh, I have not seen the, uh, the live-action Lion King yet. It's because, good. I don't know, something about it, it's... It, it's pretty silly. I refuse to watch any more Seth Rogen movies. <laughs> Listen, he did great. He did real good. He was, uh, he was Pumbaa, right? He was yep. Pumbaa. It was very funny. <laughs> He's so mean. I love Seth Rogen. Uh, no, no, no. Like, he's a good guy. It's just a lot of the movies that he does. Like, his movies 
That's why I like his 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 comedies and stuff. Yeah, They're that's good. fair. You know, was that him? He wrote Superbad when he was like thirteen. Did he? They started it when he was like thirteen. I listened to um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's podcast about oh. cr- being creative. He interviewed him, oh, and they no. talked about that. Anyways, side side note. It fun fact: It must be shiny. nice to be like famous and have just be able to be like, "Hey, Seth Rogen, you want to come onto the podcast?" Yeah, goes, I guess they're like. <laughs> and that's like. Oh, <laughs> I guess lady, they're pals. Dude. Ryan Johnson was his first episode because they're they are pals. They are buds. Exactly. I I really want to get like a decent celebrity guest on. I know it's like. It's like, oh, done. It's not that. Like, you know, we got to go through a lot of who has. Yeah, there's some you know, Because it's like, people that I would want on are like voice actors from the Clone Wars. I feel like that's like one of the good ones. Yeah. I'm working on could, it. Like, try to do. I huh? am. I am working on it. That's for sure. Uh, of course. Because like. It's a lot. If, if you could interview any, uh. Any Star Wars The Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels voice actor, actress, act, person, who would it be? Ashley Eckstein. Ashley Eckstein? 100%. If... How about you? You could do Ashley Eckstein, I would want to do D. Bradley Baker. Oof. Yeah, that's he's, a good one. He's been my that's he's nice. been my voice acting inspiration for a very long time. I bet you guys could have a good combo, that's for sure. Absolutely. My number one, though, mm-hmm. voice actor that I'd love to talk to, unrelated to Star Wars. Or, actually, no, he is related to Star Wars in some ways. Tom Kenny. <laughs> Say that again? Because Tom Kenny. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Voice actor of SpongeBob, yeah. Ice King, Newt Gunray, and uh, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Because he uh, he Gunray. was the first person to ever introduce me to the concept of voice acting. Because wow. uh, when I was a kid, I actually paid attention to the end credits of a SpongeBob episode. And I was like, Hey mom, who's Tom Kenny? And it's like, oh, he is uh, the voice of SpongeBob. And it's like, wait, like some human guy, <laughs> like, not, like SpongeBob, him? actually talking. That's like, funny. I guess I never like had the concept of there are guys in booths with microphones that talk into them, and people animate stuff over their voices. Yeah, that's true. Which is why I do like the format of, format of podcasts because we could be animated because we're projecting our voices out there. So if there are any animators that want to animate our podcast, not animate our podcast, but like the best bits where we could go off on. Listen, if somebody just clipped how many times I wheeze laugh every time I go, (laughs) I can't help that anymore. So now it just happens. Once we really reach like a high (laughs) level of podcast and stuff, we should have like a, like, what is it? Like a 300 episode spectacular. It's like. Yeah, we should like, do that. It's like, oh man, all the time it's been. Remember every time you wheeze, it would just be <laughs> like, you know, just yeah. every single one in like one minute along the pile. Like, that was pretty oh, great. God. But how about we count the amount of times we went on segways? And it's like, ding, 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 God. We probably went on 20 so I was going to say, we are currently on one. So we are now an hour-ish in, hour and ten in. Um, so we'll go ahead and close out this this character chat of Ezra Bridger. Do you have any final thoughts about Ezra, Brody? Um, I got kind of sad when uh, his lightsaber wasn't chosen 
mm. for the next legacy saber to be in Galaxy's Edge. That is fair. But mm-hmm. I'm also happy that it's Cal Kestis. I agree. Which I really hope is out in May. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't been keeping it Because they just released publicly Count Dooku's saber mm. and um, Ahsoka Tano's Clone Wars sabers. Mm-hmm. So those were the last sabers that they introduced. But Cal's definitely coming, but... I don't know if they're going to do every other Legacy Saber that they shown for the for the vote. I'm sure they'll discontinue one and then replace it with another. Because That's I would point. love Lord Corvax. I don't know who that is. He was from Vader Immortal, the VR game. Oh, on the, never um, played that. So much fun. It looks cool. So much fun. I watched Sam Witwer play it through a glass thing at Chicago. Really? Yeah, he was in there playing, and I was walking by. I didn't, like, stand and watch him. That sounds creepy. I was walking by, and I was like, that's Hi, Sam Witwer. Sam Witwer. <laughs> um, yeah, so keep an eye out for bro- this. I just came up with this. Brody's Batu birthday vlog. It's oh, a lot yeah. of bees. Brody's Batu birthday vlog. Yeah. Sh- oh, my God. That's- I know. Brody's birthday Batu. That's a four- that's a four version of alliteration. Um, alliteration. Yeah. That's Insane. Four, but keep an eye out for that. That'll go up on YouTube. Um, we'll probably do... What I'm hoping to do is to have my camera and to record through my camera and then have my phone and do stories. But what might happen is we'll post a story every now and then and then record the vlog through phone recordings yeah, and then i'll click those like together media so. stories on the Kesselron weekly account. well brody you want to tell the people where they can find you uh they can find me on twitter and instagram at tk50015 i don't post on either but if anyone ever wants to have a chat i'm more than welcome to or you are more than welcome to reach out i dropped something <laughs> and <laughs> I, I just find stuff that I fiddle with whenever I'm on like a podcast. I love fiddling. Yeah, stuff. you gotta. You gotta because I'm a f- I'm a fidgety boy. You just be <laughs> you just be sitting in a chair for so long. All right. Exactly. Um, and blood is a spinny chair, so I yeah. have some credence. Yeah, I have a spinny chair, so that helps me. Um, so if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, or conversations to have with Brody, you can reach out to him on Instagram. You can always reach out to Kessel Run Weekly, and we will let him know whoever is on the Instagram that day. You can find me personally at CJerica on Instagram or at CJerica95 on Twitter. Not super active on Twitter. Um, I try to be on Instagram or... I'm usually monitoring the Kessel Run Weekly Instagram. Danny and Grace will pop in there every now and then. Um... Don't forget to visit my blog, thekyvercrystal.wordpress.com. Crystal does have two L's in it. I have not posted there in a while, but that wasn't good. But no, I <laughs> I am writing about the Snyder Cut. Um, so I watched the Snyder Cut the other day. I have to watch the original, the theatrical release again to actually compare it properly. Um, So yeah, so I'll be watching that again. So that article, that blog post should come out within the next two weeks. So keep an eye and an ear out for that. Um, You can find this channel, the main channel, Kessel Run Weekly on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Kessel Run Weekly. Please join our Facebook group, The Kessel Crew. Um, Feel free to message us also with questions, comments, concerns, or conversations. If you have a character you want to chat about, please let me know. I will get in contact with you and we'll set up a time to do a podcast. Um, If you don't want to chat about it, but you do have a character you're looking forward to, also feel free to let us know. 
I think that's it. I think that's all the Star Wars information I got for you, all the Kessel Run Weekly information I got for you. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to leave a five-star review so we can leave it on a future show. Thank you, Brody, for being here. Of course, I love being here. I love recording <laughs> podcasts. And anytime you want to do it, no, I am 100% down. Even if it's a stupid one, like the food podcast. What did you eat? That. Oh, my we'll God, that's out. a good idea. Star Wars food. Anyways, last yeah, tangent for the day. <laughs> oh, my God. Next podcast. Next, Next podcast. podcast. All right. Thank you guys once again for listening, and may the Force be with you. Always.